It is good to be in the house of the Lord one more time. I said that a couple of years ago at our wilderness service and someone came up to me after the service and said, Broderick, you've only been here a few months. Is this your last Sunday? And I said, um, with a smile on my face, of course, it is good to be in the house of the Lord one more time is a saying from the black church. And if you notice, we don't say it is good to be in the house of the Lord one last time, but one more time. And it's just a way of saying, I'm glad to be here. It is good to be in the house of the Lord one more time. A few years ago, I heard a scholar divide the Ten Commandments in this way. The first four are about God. The final six are about us. I actually disagree with that scholar. Every commandment is about God. Every commandment is rooted in the first commandment that we heard read so eloquently just a bit ago. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, you shall have no other gods before me. God here is very particular in addressing this wilderness wandering, fledgling nation of Israelites who have been subjected to the reign of Pharaoh after Pharaoh for some 400 years. God uses the first commandment to remind the children of Israel, God's covenant people, God's firstborn child, where they've been, where they are, and where they're going. I am the Lord your God. Travel back in time with me, if you will, to Exodus chapter 3, in which Moses sees the burning bush. Moses is trying to get in his 10,000 steps when he stopped in his tracks by a voice. Moses, Moses, the voice says, come no closer. Take off your Nikes for the place where you stand is holy ground. Come, I will send you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. The Nike part is not actually there. That's just imagination. And then Moses poses a direct question to God. He says, suppose I go to the people of Israel and tell them the God of your ancestors sent me to you, and they ask me, what is God's name? What do I tell them? Moses is type A. God's response is indirect. I am that I am. I will be who I will be. That is my name. Tell the Israelites, I am sent you. This is the very name God uses in the first commandment. I am that I am. I will be who I will be. 
in our English Bibles, when God's divine, unspeakable name is used in the original text, it is replaced with four capital letters. L-O-R-D. Let's go to the next part of this commandment. I am the Lord your God who brought you. I am the Lord your God who brought you. Tethered to the name of God is action. For the Israelites and countless generations countless generations of Jews and Christians, the God of Sarah, Hagar, Rebecca, Leah, and Rachel is a God who acts in the middle of our several situations. When God says, I brought you, the you is plural. Yes, the God of Israel acts on behalf of, of individuals, but in the case of the Israelites, God also acts on behalf of whole peoples, whole communities. To the next part of the sentence, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Here, God is particularly particular about God's track record of liberation. I saw you at your most hopeless, God seems to say to the Israelites, and I did something about it. I noticed Egypt's imperial economy of productivity, 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 and I saw you not as a product or property, but as people. I saw you in Egypt, a land not your own, a land in which your ancestors settled, a land that forgot its promises to you, and I delivered you. I set you free. I am the Lord, your God. I am that I am, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. These 21 words form the basis of the nine other commandments. The Ten Commandments is not an indictment of human nature, a measuring rod of sinfulness, nor is it an antiquated set of arbitrary rules. The Ten Commandments is a touchstone, a reminder that the God with an ineffable name, the God of creation, the God who is not interested in seeing us work ourselves to death, is deeply invested in our flourishing. The God who delivers us out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, is a friend to the friendless, a mother to the motherless, a lawyer in the courtroom, and a doctor in the sick room. This is the same God who emboldened Southern freedom fighters to secure voting rights for the previously disenfranchised. And this is the same God who mourns with the one-third of Americans who have lost a loved one to COVID-19. It is this God who treasures us, cherishes us, and loves us beyond measure. And it is this God, the great I am, who when we find ourselves adrift from the anchor that is the Ten Commandments, it is this God who picks us up, 
It is this God who turns us around. It is this God who places our feet on solid ground and brings us back home. 